the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. So now, the easy road to take is continue with the government failure in Texas. I don't know if you've uh, gone to a gun store, a sporting goods store. I don't know how many people did. I did today. Insanity. Insanity. Parking lot packed. Three full. It, it, it's going to be the exact, the exact result of when Barack Obama first took office and promised to take away the Second Amendment. Now we have... State sen- I mean, we've got senators, U.S. senators, demanding that the Second Amendment be abolished and guns be confiscated. So they're going to double down on stupid, and they're going to ignore the real tragedies of their policies. So Lori Lightfoot was taken on today, and we'll talk about that squirrel in a little while. However, I spotted something that I think is relevant, the most relevant thing. Because your quality of life, your your people are getting used to it already. People are getting used to it, and they're already. Uh, what are you going to do? It's inflation. Uh, it's it's all the regular nonsense of having these idiots in charge. But the destruction of the U.S. dollar is something we cannot recover from. We are spoiled, entitled, to our own extent, contributors to the Ponzi scheme of the new, the U.S. government. No one wants to talk about the forty billion dollars to ukraine because it was a bribe payoff so we're hidden in this this lie of the war we didn't care about the war in ukraine for eight years when it was the ukrainian government against the ukrainian citizens now we care about it but the, the once again the democrat scum has made the wrong move now the move wasn't made because of honest policy the move was made because joe biden is the bribed asset of the oligarchs in ukraine but the ramifications will be felt by all of us Just today, and I don't know why anyone isn't talking about it, Italy and Germany agreed to trade oil in the ruble. Did anybody talk about that? Ooh, the stock market's up. Why is the stock market up? Oh, it must be because they revised the GDP lower. It did worse. So the stock market rallies. The stock market's up because the Ponzi scheme goes on. NATO increases. So we gain two countries and we lose two countries that want to now buy oil in the ruble. But that is the most detrimental sign to the stability of your lifestyle that could happen. Because once the dollar is no longer the world currency, the party is over. And this financials fraud, this we're, we're now used to this skullduggery. We don't even give a rip anymore that both big pharma, military industrial complex, Wall Street shenanigans, we're all used to it, right? 
We just keep going on with our lives as these political whores have sold out our country, sold out the dollar. This is the story to talk about, and we'll get to the others. But I'm not going to take the bait of just doing a show about what are they going to do. We know what they're going to do. They have one direction. They become big, you become small. They can't take away your unalienable rights fast enough. And this is the, the modus operandi of the Marxists, of the communists, of the socialists, pretending to be a political party in this country. They're not. They've been lingering around forever. And they'll use all of their weapons, including global warming. And we got a big thing with Al Gore and his fat ass after that. But this is by far the most important story. Listen, um, I think we have a, a, a very clear line on that. Now, this is, this is the world, this is the G7 meeting, where they were talking about how we are not going to bend knee, we will not capitulate, and we will not trade in rubles. This is nine days ago. Listen, um, I think we have a, a, a very clear line on that, which we had already um, um, clearly expressed with our G7 partners. The we G7. agreed that contracts must be respected. 97% of the relevant contracts explicitly stipulate payment in euros or dollars. Companies with such contracts should not accede to uh, Russian demands. We're analyzing... This is the Russian position on the ruble payment, and we're in contact with EU energy companies that would be affected. As so the reason we gave the $40 billion was to stop this from happening. Right? We've got NATO's expanding. The world is on our side. Right after the meeting, they double-crossed their word again. And they are now capitulating. The entire country of Germany, the entire country of Italy, among other enemies, China, Iran... And even that inbred piece of dung in Saudi Arabia, they're capitulating as well. This is an overthrow of your life. You think it doesn't matter that we're the world currency? The dollar will implode overnight if the right people jump on this. Believe me. And Russian energy giant Gazprom has landed record high profit of $29 billion in 2021. But Russia's Gazprom, it forecast a fall in gas output also of about 4% this year. It is another sign of impact of Western sanctions against Moscow. This after oil and gas giant reported record earnings for last year. Gazprom net profit of overall 2.09 trillion rubles is there. It is up from 1.3 billion rubles in pre-pandemic streaks. It almost doubled. Now I understand it's in an accent, but you're not going to get that news in this country because the media is bought and sold by the Marxist mafia. They're not giving you this news. This is only because I'm a news junkie. And I, believe me, we have to pay attention to the stories that are current. But the ultimate collapse of our tranquility can happen with the de-dollarization of the world. And that is exactly what's happening. I will stop supplying gas to Poland and Bulgaria. This comes as an escalation in deepening tensions between the West and Moscow amid the invasion of Ukraine. Poland's state-owned company has said that supplies from energy giant Gazprom via Ukraine and Belarus will be cut off. Warsaw has clarified that its gas storage is 76% full. Russian President Vladimir Putin has asked so-called unfriendly countries to pay for gas imports in rubles. Only a few buyers have implemented that so far. And they caved in a week. In one week. 
pay. Well, absolutely. As you say, the EU has clarified its rules around those sanctions. It said that, that companies can continue to purchase Russian gas cargoes without breaching sanctions uh, by paying in euros or dollars. It's also said that there's no restriction on, on opening an account with Gazprom. Bank. They, they worked a loophole. There's no restriction with opening an account with Gazprom. Learn that name. You're not going to hear it on an American news outlet. Gazprom is their oil and bank. And all they have to do is open an account. And before you know it, everything's in rubles. Now, I don't know about you. I don't know how many rubles you have. Squirrel, you got any rubles? Oh, you're going to need those son of a guns. And you know who you have to thank for this? Every rat bastard Democrat and every rat bastard that voted for this idiot and his regime, including the never Trumper scum and the rest of these idiots. So listen, we could run around and talk at the news of the day. I got news of the day. Here you go. You want some news of the day? Mayor Lightfoot, you're patting yourself on the back today for rushing through a casino that 80% of the people in the new 42nd Ward say they just don't want. Um, we have, uh, you're saying that this is going to, if it's ever built, that is, result in tourism, result in um, conventions. Oh, that's the casino. I like the one where she, she talks to Tay. New tonight, Mayor Lori Lightfoot trading barbs with the governor of Texas who pulled Chicago into the debate over gun laws. Here's what he said. I hate to say this, but there are more people who were shot every weekend in Chicago than there are in schools in Texas. How do you like that? We need to realize that, that people who think... That's right. He's not wrong. That's true. ...think that, well, maybe if we could just implement tougher gun laws it's going to solve it chicago and la and new york disproved that thesis the mayor told the texas governor he should focus on his state's shortcomings it's a long-standing republican trope um, to try to put a city like chicago in their mouths and criticize us but the fact of the matter is that guy needs to focus on taking care of business there shut your mouth freak Everybody criticizes Chicago. It's a national punchline because of the Democrat mafia and what you did to the damn city, county, and state. You're a national joke. You're too much of a punchline to realize it. In the meantime, your broader party has destroyed now the dollar as more countries than ever even imagined will trade in the ruble. This is the story of the day. Um, that has been viewed by some as a, as a softening of the EU stance and, and potentially, you know, helping facilitate payments to Gazprom back that could then be converted into rubles. The actual guidance itself doesn't specify um, any, any further sort of instruction around uh, Vladimir Putin's call. You remember, he demanded that all those purchasing Russian gas should be paying in rubles. It doesn't We're not hearing about the war anymore. You hear about the war? But they got the 40 billion, right? The bribe came through. Zelensky comes out 48 hours ago and says we need diplomacy. I thought we had the fighter jets. I thought they were winning the war. In the meantime, you mark my words, Russia will get exactly what they wanted because they have outsmarted the American Democrat mafia because they corrupted it. Maybe this is why the crack smoking first son received three and a half million from Moscow. We know why he was on the oil company at Burisma. Now all we got to worry about is, what about the 31 million China gave him? American president, my ass. This is a traitor. As are all Democrat political whores. 312 642
5,600. As far back as I could remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. AM 560. Do me a favor, when you talk about the debt, not that anybody does anymore, stop singing 30 trillion, because you're damn wrong. It's 41 trillion, 129 billion, 380 million and counting by the second. 11 trillion dollars this stupid moron threw on your national debt and nobody talks about it? What are all these news idiots talking about? Oh, take away your Second Amendment. He tells you, so you're going to need all your guns. You're going to have to start hunting in the wild. You think this is inflation? What these idiots have done to our society, what they've done to our integrity, what they've done to the, to the value of what it means to be an American, is now why you have these transgender fascist morons telling you how to raise your kids and how to act. It's time to put the straitjacket back on the political whores who have damaged our country and I don't know if we can repair it. $41 trillion. Do you know what the government under Joe Biden spends a year? $5.9 trillion. And that's just just make more bills. Well, let's do more spending. You idiots. All those idiots in Chicago vote for Joe Biden. Any moron that pulled a lever for this wrinkled ass old crook. You're going to get what you deserve. The rest of us are going to get dragged down. Here's the other thing. The debt per citizen. And you can check it out for yourself at usdebtclock.org. Not that anybody gives a rip anymore. For just every citizen, $118,695. That's what you owe to the debt. To the debt. But don't worry, because less than half of you actually pay real taxes. For every taxpayer, it's $303,000. So for all of you men and women, there are no other choices, by the way. For all of you men and women that work your ass off, and are good people and earn money and are not on the uh, welfare cheese, you owe this government 303000 And they're going to figure out how to pay it. Believe me, you're not going to get away from it. Jim in South Elgin. Hold on. Hey, how you doing? You have to drive through at the um, bank. bank. You better ask for 303000 That's what you owe to G. That's right. I'm on the other phone. Anyways, um, there was some good news. It seems like that World Health Organization that... Uh, Biden was trying to push through. It looks like it may not happen, or at least yeah, not the way I'll believe it, it when I see it. I'm tired of living on rumors and crumbs because, in the meantime, I thought that the, that, the, the that I thought that Russia was losing. Listen, go argue with your third world wife on your time. I thought that Russia was was losing. I thought we were never going to. They were never going to trade in the ruble. That's why we give all this money, all the G7, the G20, NATO. We pay them all off. We don't have a foreign policy. We're bribing these liars. And they lasted eight days? Eight days? Italy and Germany. This is why my grandfather hated it when his relatives came from Italy. They, they, they were spewing the same socialism that now is commonplace among Republicans and every single Democrat. Craig in Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Listen, if you don't mind, I'd like to change the subject a little bit here. Talk about this uh, school my issue. My show, you're done. And, you uh, go ahead, kid. Okay, I won't go into all details. I, I come from a police family. I'm there's a pro police family. Got a daughter that's a police officer. France is a police officer. My brother's chaplain for a cook. Do they vote series. Democrat, Craig? Because yeah. this is going to take a sour turn. If no, they no. Because no, the, no, the, no, the executive no. order yesterday puts handcuffs on the cops. Well, let's the scourge right. that have ruined every city a Democrat runs 
into a third yeah, world the, country anyway. So it's not that far of a fall to yeah. Venezuela. Yeah, and the right, uh, right, uh, right foot there with the big swinger is uh, basically uh, yeah. taking away uh, all their day. I want to know, by the way, I, I hear her yelling at people. I want to know, does she still have the big swinger? It's only because I moved out. I'd love to play. I'd love to play the game with her because I'll have her in a sundress singing The Hills Are Alive with the sound of music, that roach. Go ahead. I have no idea. But hey, on a serious note and everything, when I see this stuff with this uh, school, and, that, and this has happened so many times now, and you see the police and everything, and they're basically, they've got all this equipment. I'm, we're talking, hard, I mean, the most elaborate equipment, I mean, elbow pads, knee pads, ninja suits, uh, sure, all the big uh, heavy artillery, everything. and they're all got, they got all the stuff in there, all flash and Listen, they set up this pool, they spend all this time, they've got all this training. You got a punk in there that the only training he's got is this training he gave himself on a little uh, video thing, and you got these guys who collectively got hunched, but they got all this equipment, and they're setting all up, and they're a bunch of cowards. They need to turn in their badges because yeah. that's not. Good luck, all, Craig. And I'll tell good you luck. You think daughter, they're going to turn in their badges my... and give up their pensions? And I understand there are good cops. There's there, cops are people. There's good, there's okay, and there's bad. I read the same story. It took him what 19 minutes? Not even. I mean, it was crazy. Kid was in there. Walked through an unlocked door. That's government. That's government at its finest. Can't bring back one of those kids. And now what'll happen is these scum. Like Chuck Schumer will use it to their advantage. Today, the Senate will have a chance to act on a pernicious issue pernicious. that has recently become an increasingly prevalent component in America's gun violence epidemic. The evil spread of white supremacy and domestic terrorism. He didn't get the note that this kid wasn't a white supremacist. But that's all right. He will be by the time Chuck's done talking. Rich, Indian Head Park, a reality check. Hey, Sean. <laughs> Hey, Sean, I got a question for you, if you can answer this. The government always talks about that the stock market doesn't make any difference, uh, you know, in the economy, you know, the 401ks. Well, I have two friends. One of them has lost $50,000 in the last couple of months, and another friend of mine has lost $27,000. How does that not affect them in their lives? Of course it affects them. They're honest men who are relying on a return of, of investment. Those days are passe. Do you understand that this country lost $20 trillion in wealth in one year? One, this last year. So he- now, why don't you say $20 trillion. Here's I want you just to zoom out on this for a minute. $20 trillion because that is t- talking about people like your friends who actually invest, who have investments, who want returns. They lost money. You know how much percentage of the country has that? 50%. So 50% of this country lost $20 trillion. You've got walking bankruptcy out there. And now the, the cure is to uptick the cost of everybody's loans and their credit cards, because that's what happens. That's what their answer is. They're 100% wrong. And this is the perfect storm of, an, of, a, of a national bankruptcy, which is what this country is. $41 trillion. Did you ever hear that number, Rich? Did you ever hear anybody ever say no. what the real national debt is? <laughs> They're still saying $30 trillion. I just watched Fox Business, they said it. No, no, no. It's $41 trillion. $11 trillion well, in one he... year, this wrinkled-ass old dementia patient put on the national debt. It's despicable. How come he keeps saying that he trimmed off uh, $1.5 trillion off the, off the debt? Where's Rich, it? you're from Indian Where Head Park. How many Democrats what? do you know? They'll believe anything that comes out of someone else's mouth as long as they got a sport coat on. The stupid son of dogs that they are. Look at them. They're still voting for Lori Lightfoot because she's got a costume on. Thank you, Rich. I appreciate it very much. AM 560. 
answer. Yeah, that's what Lori Lightfoot needs. Straighten her right out. How about how, about how she's, she's yelling at men? I had her yelling at an alderman who was a socialist, otherwise I would have grabbed that clip too. But the idea this piece of dung could yell at anybody. And, and the nonsense that you're spewing, that tourists are coming to our city, all you have to do is walk up and down Michigan. No, sir. No, sir. No, sir. You will stop speaking. You will stop speaking. You will stop speaking. You're Who do you think you are, freak? I mean, I used to pay a dollar to see people like this. You're, you're full of crap. And that's the nicest thing that I can say. I will not let you spoil this moment. And I will not let you. If she said, just take a walk down Michigan Avenue. Tourism is the best. In fact, it's better than it's ever been. You do not, if you do not stop. No, she's directing her question. Keep it down. Harold. Respect her the way she respects you. Harold, if you do not stop, you will be, I will ask you to leave. And I will make sure that the police take you out of here. You will not act like this, sir. Why don't you make sure the police stop the shootings? Why don't you make sure that the police stop the drug dealing? Why don't you let them do their job, troll? You can my talk blank and is say whatever you want you. on the street, but in here, in my press conference, you will not act like that, sir. And let me be clear with you. Who do you think I'm not you patting are? myself on the back. I'm not doing a victory lap. What I'm saying is that after 30 years of futility, the men and women of this city will have good-paying jobs that they can build a future on. What I'm also saying is that yeah, the tax... clap, morons. Now play the clip Wrong. where she says she's got the bigger Schwanstiger. Would you mind? Quote, my blank is bigger than yours and the Italians. I have the biggest blank in Chicago. Yeah, only because I moved out, honey. I'll have you in a sundress. Chris, Silver Lake, Wisconsin. Hey, Sean. I, I've been dying to get your thoughts on this. Um, just background, I was in the in the Army for 11 years, deployed three times. About 10 years ago, I started getting real, real depressed was thinking a whole bunch about suicide. Never tried anything, but I asked for help. Now, fast forward 10 years, I'm 38 years old, I'm out of the military, and I decided I wanted to get my, uh, I wanted to buy my first gun. I wanted to buy a hunting rifle, and I was denied by the background check. And I found out that I am now deemed by the ATF and the FBI um, as mentally, yes, as a red flag. And I've asked, all kinds of places on, you know, is there ways out of it? And they said, oh, it could take a bunch of attorneys and a bunch of uh, a bunch of money. So but, Chris, uh, I'm just I'm just wondering if people feel feel a lot safer since, you know, somebody that never tried to harm themselves and won't, you know, now can't go hunting deer with their family. Now, here's what I want to tell you. Number one, you are better than a million welfare roaches in the sewer of Chicago that exist for nothing other than to provide support for the corruption of the Democrat Mafia. You served your country. You listened to what they did. You were the brave man controlled by corrupt cowards. So don't you ever think about anything harming yourself because you are worth a million Democrats. One million. And I said so. And if you ever think like that again, I'm going to put you on hold and I want Honey Bunny's going to give you my email and my number. You don't think like that, brother. Because you're worth a thousand. Believe me, you're, they're not a pimple on your ass on your worst day. That's number one. Number two, this is why it's hard for guys like you to realize what you were told and what you joined the military for. That fight for freedom, fight for liberty, fight for America. That that is a lie that corrupt political whores tell innocent, well-intended patriots. 
so that they can line their scummy, greasy pockets. Now you have used everything you were told. You followed every rule. And the system that was created that's supposed to help you actually is involved in harming you. That doesn't mean you have to tolerate it. There are different states that will support you. Right now in Florida, there is no such thing. There is a movement. There will be signed into law. It's called constitutional carry. You're not going to need your license. You're not going to need a concealed carry. You're not going to need jack. Because down here, it's for Americans. Texas, implementing the same thing. All of the states that are Republican, what you need to do is go to a state that is the example of everything you lived your life for and and why you signed on that line to go and fight for those principles. It's unfortunate, but you are living at a time when the government has been taken over by corrupt Marxist mafia whores. But that doesn't mean it has to affect you. And don't you ever forget, you, my friend, are worth a million of these rat bastards. All right? So hang on the line. Honey Bunny, give him my email and my cell phone. Harry on the Dan Ryan. Hey, why aren't you at uh, Davos doing the broadcast with the uh, New World Order geniuses? Well, because, listen, those are European. That's normal in Europe. See, the European socialist has already become a willing slave. So they don't mind when their pseudo-intellectual frauds put on their two small suits and they all get together with a bunch of ugly women and ugly men and they make those ugly prostitutes very, very wealthy that week to boost to the economy. What they care about is that they feel safe being a slave. That's the mindset that never really grabbed hold here in America except for the corrupt mafia cities like Chicago. Now it's spreading like wildfire. So I don't really consider Europeans... Uh, having the same philosophy of liberty, of freedom, of Americanism. They don't. They're willful slaves. They like that corrupt system. They think they can get in on it, and a vast majority of them are in on it. So to them, it works. I don't want it to take hold here. That's why I never talk about Davos unless it's about the advancements they're making with their philosophy in America. Yeah, yeah, the new Merkel, uh, Olaf, Chancellor of Germany, talked today, and uh... He didn't sound like a guy I want to be a president of my country. I mean, talk about a slave mindset. But, uh, hey, those guys seem to have their, uh, have, have their finger on the pulse of the, uh, the world. Now, Harry, you sound like a young man. And if you are, you must tell everyone you know that the one world government isn't going to help anybody. It's going to turn all those people not connected to the mafia into the useful idiot slaves that vast majority of Europeans are. And you don't count with them. Only their own count. It's an oligarch-run system. And what you have to be concerned with is that anybody that votes American Democrat is accepting of that fraud system. That's why they sit idly by as this own moron adds $11 trillion to the debt in one year, almost doubles our, our government spending, and they want to talk about shooting, and they want to talk about the Second Amendment. What they should be talking about is the way in which the Democrat Party has bankrupted the wealthiest nation in history and how they've destroyed the quality of life in the youngest country built on freedom and how now you can't distinguish us from some European oligarch-run hellhole. That's what you need to do, brother. Thank you very much. Hey, last thing, last thing, Sean. Go ahead. You know how at the, uh, at the debate with the uh, brave woman like Hillary and Kamala, they, they put them on a little stuff stool to even the height uh-huh. with, uh, with Pritzker at the next one? We gotta have some counterweights on the end of the stage because uh, you ain't getting him on a step stool. On a step stool, you'll have to pull in a Volvo to hold his fat ass up. No. You can't put him on wood. Thank you very much, Harry. I appreciate the call. And never forget how much help 
how much help they've had from Silicon Valley oligarchs. You see, all these people, I was the biggest champion of Silicon Valley. Biggest champion of the internet. Love the idea. I thought that those people who took advantage of capitalism, who took advantage of freedom and liberty, would always fight for it. I overestimated the character of humanity. See, humanity has the character of tyrants and slaves. It's only a few of us that want freedom. Freedom is scary for a lot of people. So the oligarchs that have taken hold of the Internet in total, I want you to kind of keep this in mind. Whenever we talk about any of these oligarch-run social media giants. It seems as though Chinese President Xi has rejected Mark Zuckerberg's friend request. At a White House dinner last week, Facebook founder Mark Zuckerberg reportedly asked President Xi to give his unborn baby an honorary Chinese name. So, Mark Zuckerberg, fish face, I haven't seen a face like that without a hook in its mouth, fish face, Zuckerberg, asks the communist leader of the, of the world, that's the most successful communist country, and by successful, it's because they kill everybody. Ask him to name his unborn child. Mark Zuckerberg doesn't just own Facebook. He's got Meta, Instagram, about 17 other little companies. This is why it's commonplace now to accept being a slave in this country. We've been outflanked. The people in charge are fascists, are communists, are Marxists. But above all, they're mafia oligarchs. And it's time to put the straitjacket back on these rat bastards. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. We take care of our own. We take care of our own. I mean, to listen to these political whores utilize this tragedy while pretending they can run even a city. Rapid gunfire. Rapid gunfire. <laughs> Nearly two dozen bullets fired into a crowd of people outside of the McDonald's at Chicago and State around 10.40 Thursday night. CPD says roving police patrols were already in the area when the fighting started and the shooter 21? fire on the crowd. 21 shot, two dead. 21 shot, two dead. So let me, just deconstruct, you, let me just deconstruct the series of lies that you just spewed as you do every time you come to one of my press conferences. Number one, our tourism numbers are off the charts. McCormick Place... <laughs> Um, is about 90% a capacity from what it used to be uh, pre-pandemic. So that's Whoa. line number one. Line number two is that um, somehow the, the call to arms, the call to action that I issued in the context of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade and basically turn back the clock 50 years' time where women are not going to be able to be in control of their, of their bodies. No. Shut up, you ugly roach. That's something you'll never have to worry about, doll face. 2019, 862,320 abortions, averaging 2,362 babies murdered a day. But they care. They're upset. They love the kids. They love them. Except, of course, when they can use them as weapons. Do you believe it's fair or not for biological boys to compete against girls in sports? It's a simple question. I believe all students should have access to uh, sport. And so you do, you do support biological boys competing against girls in sports? I believe I answered the question. 
No, you have it. Just it's a simple question. Just answer the question. That's Cardona. You, the He's the head of schools in this country. Saying, do I believe transgender the Democrat uh, girls should have access to sports? Yes. You know I what do. else he thinks about being a parent? Do you, do you believe that school districts should keep a child's involvement in gender transition a secret from their parents? Sir, I I would love to answer questions on the budget, which is why I'm here. And I, I think what, what I'm so gathering... Secretary, these are policies that your administration stands behind. You're asking yeah. me to... He doesn't want the kids or the parents to be aware of what the kids are doing as they're indoctrinated by these sick Marxist pigs who are all member of the teachers' union. Kevin Hazelcrest. Hey, Sean, I appreciate the truth over the airways that you put out every day. I was noticing something, you know, this Democrat position, including the president, that certain people are incapable of completing voter ID registration. And it's surprising that when Chicago implements a socialist program like guaranteeing income, in the first few days, there's almost 200,000 applications that they have somehow figured out how to complete. Well, this is the same party that doesn't want voter ID, but if you want to go eat in one of their sewers some chicken Kiev, and I said Kiev, you got to show your vaccination card. So the same morons that are too stupid to have an ID to vote must have their vaccination passport. This is what you're dealing with. Lying, mafia, scum, gangster government, and gangster supremacists. Thank you, Kevin. I like that gangster supremacist. We got to put that on the back of a T-shirt. There's no question about it. Let's hear more from this troll, sir. I will not. I will not stand down. I will not retreat because women in this country are not going to stand for some unelected body to tell us that we don't have the right to control the circumstances. Why they stand for some midget in a man detective costume, pretending to be an advocate for women instead of what you really want to do with them? It ain't got nothing to do with their rights, does it, sicko? 312-642-5600. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. European governments, Asian governments, are interested in controlling their citizens and keeping them impoverished, but with some sense of stability, some sense of hope. The new weapon of choice by governments is clearly the scam of global warming. The greatest pimp is our very own. Please rub it till you align my chakra, Al Gore. The most awkward heterosexual in the country. If anybody saw the kiss between him and Tipper, it was very confusing who played football. I have good news on this front. Uh, We are about to enter an age of radical transparency. I have been among those who have formed a new coalition called Climate Trace. T-R-A-C-E stands for Tracking Real-Time Atmospheric Carbon Emissions. It's a coalition of artificial intelligence technology companies, NGOs, and universities using data from 300 existing satellites from multiple countries. None of them pick up water vapor. And if this was all to tax these fat slobs like Al Gore and his ex-wife, 
based on the omissions of disgusting gases they left left off, then fine. But this will not be used. We've got a whole new thing called ESGs. What's an ESG? I wanted to bring on Donald Kendall. He is a research fellow at Heartland's Institute. He's also Heartland's Socialist Research Center. And he's a host of In the Tank podcast and Stopping Socialism TV. Donald Kendall, can we fight back the overlords, the oligarchs, the corrupt European frauds? Or is ESG going to be something we all have to learn and pay taxes on? Well, you know, we we can fight back against it, but the first thing that we have to do is just learn about it. Like I think I mentioned before, we did a Rasmussen poll where uh, the we found out basically that the more people knew about ESG, the less they liked it. And the thing is that these these elites you know, that spend all this time in Davos and everything, they use that kind of cloak of, uh, of anonymity, uh, you know, that this kind of shadow game where they would talk about this thing, but nobody would actually pay attention on our side. Uh, so, so many people on kind of the conservative side of the media, when they see these Davos trips, they just think like, ah, oh, they're just jet setting and they spend more time talking about uh, the hypocrisy of them taking jets and going skiing and all that. And they seemingly don't pay attention to what they're actually talking about. And your, your show is actually one of the only shows that I've seen, heard, uh, actually talking about some of the substance of what they're saying during these, uh, during these panels. So we can definitely fight back against it. we just got to learn about what it is. Environmental social governance. This is uh, the modern-day Gestapo. What they're using to extort, to beat, to intimidate, to restrain citizens is a corrupted scale, corrupted information. This is something that thousands of scientists around the world who have been ostracized, have been saying they are skewing and frauding the data, yet they have implemented already an ESG policy, and corrupt American oligarchs in corporatism are already participating in an ESG rating. Is this not true? Oh, no, that's absolutely true. And uh, the, the panel that you just played that clip of Al Gore from, the whole panel was dedicated to this idea of greenwashing, that these companies would say, yeah, we're pursuing all of these green agenda type things. We're going to lower our carbon footprint, all of that. And then Al Gore gets on there and laments that, you know, while, you know, all of these companies say this stuff, only a handful of them actually come through and meet their targets or even come close to meeting their targets. So what he was describing in that sound clip, if you let it play out a little bit more, is that he is uh, a part of a program. Let's let him do a little bit of our work for us. Ground, oh, sea, sure, and yeah. air-based sensors and uh, Internet uh, data streams to use machine learning to create algorithms for every single subsector of the economy. This October, we will publish the world's first inventory of exactly where the greenhouse gas emissions are coming from and in what amounts. So now here's the thing. Yeah, artificial intelligence that he's touting doesn't really exist. But what can happen is fraudulent data can be inputted into a algorithm that can run wild based on all fraud, which is what this so-called science really is. The greenhouse gas that they pretend is harmful isn't number one, but number two, it is the smallest of all greenhouse gases. However, it's the only one that can be traced to us, and that's CO2. What? They are leaving off water vapor. It drives me insane, almost as insane as fossil fuels, which is another scam. But go ahead. 
<laughs> he, he is talking about a network of hundreds of spy satellites that are going to be targeting businesses and sectors across the entire world to pinpoint where uh, missions are supposedly coming through. So <laughs> this is like... These are the same whores. These are the same whores that take camp, c campaign contributions, bribes from companies. They'll be in control of the so-called AI. So if you oh, bribe yeah. these scumbags enough, this is like the old Soviet Union. If you bribe the inside politician, political whore, enough, your company will all of a sudden have a blind eye turned. Isn't that what this is really about? There is no doubt about that. Uh, you know, when they were first talking about all this ESG stuff, they kind of made it just seem like, oh, we just want to be environmentally conscious and, you know, make sure that our dollars chase things that are going to help the planet in the future. But then you know, a couple of years later, we're watching these Davos things happening right now. They're finishing up today. And you've got the uh, CEO and chairman of Bank of America saying very plainly, very plainly, that the businesses that follow through with these metrics are going to be rewarded with capital, and the people that don't will get less capital. If that's not as blunt oh. as you can make it when it comes to this stuff, I don't know what is. And that's a so, direct quote from Brian Moynihan. So it is time. I had years and years and years ago the idea of a capitalist union when Barack Obama, uh, Saul Alinsky's favorite student, usurped the office, right? He won, and he won, unlike this guy, legitimately. I realized that my countrymen were morons. So I wanted capitalists to get together and unite because capitalists united us people can now take away our money from these scum groups like Bank of America. By the way, I have a credit card in my pocket and an account that will be closed tomorrow, close of business. I mean, that's what I do. That's how I live my life. But if there were 10 million of us that said, what did you say? Bank of America, Wall Street, whore. What did you say? Now we take our money away from this scumbag, which, by the way, how many trillions did he get? And did we ever figure out if he paid it off in the first collapse? He was another money uh -huh. bundler that, that, that put the, the risky debt with the good debt. He's another one that frauded the people and still kept his business and his job. In fact, got more money from it. So what we oh, need yeah. to do as people is break our Bank of America little credit cards and stop banking at Bank of America. Fair enough? Yeah, I mean, what you're talking about is having like a almost a, a parallel economy or something like that uh, of people that don't buy into all this ESG stuff. I think that the people at Davos see that writing on the wall, and they talk about it in terms of, you know, we got to make sure that the, uh, you know, the, the regulations and the metrics are being equally enforced in all different parts of the world, you know, whether you have a shop in South America, North America, and Asia, or anything like that. So the main theme of this entire Davos thing that happened this past week was about creating a global ESG system where all of the, the standards are harmonized, that's their term, harmonized across the world so that, uh, you know, what is essentially a top-down, one-size-fits-all type of policy to control so there is no escape valve. That's their grand plan here. The most corrupt president in the history of this country who is owned by China, 31 million to the crack smoking sun and his pretend LLC. We don't know how many millions from the Ukrainian oligarchs. We don't know how many millions from Russian assets. But what we do know is that all of these enemies of America have benefited greatly since this fraud usurped the office. And now he's going to turn over American sovereignty over policy of taxation to a foreign body. How in the world can this be done? You're the guy, you do all the research for socialism, and you're, you're at the Heartland Institute. How can an American president 
bend the knee of the American citizens to a foreign apparatchik riddled in corruption, like this, like well, this economic bull dung, economic yeah, well, forum. They're all riddled in corruption. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's bowing down to the altar of quote-unquote science because it's all climate change related. If we're not doing this, if we're not going full bore into this ESG system, we're letting the future generations down. So that's how he's going to sell it to his, you know, the, the people that are supposedly voting for him. My mandula plan, but we know is getting me angry. <laughs> we we know we know that uh, that uh, Joe Biden is facilitating this uh, ESG this great reset agenda in America. There's been so many different signs of it. One of them, he signed an executive order. This is uh, about a year ago, uh, where he established the Made in America office. And the front page, kind of the headline about this was that if we're going to do infrastructure things, we should buy our materials from America. Sounds yeah. great. It almost sounds like a Trumpian type of thing. But in the fine print of it, it talks about how we have to make sure that the companies that we're buying these materials from are environmentally conscious, make yeah. sure they have a high enough ESG score. So it's building that stuff into these things that are, that are wrapped up in a nice bow to sell to people like us. And then, yeah. you know, hopefully that just slides it under the radar. That's the same bill that also says it must, they must be companies that participate in organized labor mafia called unions. You know, I'm getting oh, sick yeah. of, of, of legitimizing this political prostitution that's destroyed our country. I am getting sick of it. And I know there has to be millions of us that feel the same way. 74 million who had their vote robbed in the 2020 elections. So you're going to tell me next that, of course, the national GOP, those honorable men who are not in on this scum corruption at all, are going to champion the fight back, right? You know, I, uh, there are some that are out there that, that have uh, helped in that cause, but there is just as many that are just writing this off as, no, this is just free markets. And we know that the banking lobbyists are talking into their ear. So it's definitely a wash oh. there, but what we can do uh, a I'm just growing outcry about this so that the people that are supposedly representing their constituents have no choice but to shut this down, at least at the state level. You know, Donald, the American people have power that they don't even utilize, that they don't even know about. You, oh, yeah. as somebody who has a 401k, you as somebody who has a retirement, no matter if it's through a company or not, you it's your money. You can overnight pull your money out. And I am telling you, Donald, in my opinion, that's exactly what needs to happen. I have a very, very small money in the stock market. And I have a Bank of America account and a card. At the end of the day tomorrow, those are gone. I'm pulling every dollar out of the stock market, and I'm breaking my Bank of America card, and I'm closing my account. And I think enough people need to do that. It is time now because this particular bought-and-paid-for corrupt org uh, 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 administration is now destroying every aspect of our sovereignty. It's time to go to the mattresses and take our money out and just wait this d piece of garbage out. What do you say about that? You know, I think that uh, that sounds great to me, and I'm just so happy that you realize how important of a story this is. It's a story that I think it might be the most important story, at least in my lifetime, and you are, are championing this in front of your entire audience, and that's just a, a great step in the right direction. You know, I know I'm not good at this radio thing. For instance, I'm supposed to interview you and look at what we just did, but I think these conversations are more relevant than anything. Because it's within these conversations that people's curiosity is piqued and they see exactly what's going on. We are being distracted with the 
the failures of the Democrat Party, which are atrocious and we can deal with every day, whether it's the breakdown of your schools and the shootings and all this stuff. But the reality is, while all that's going on, our economy itself is being bastardized and these bastards are winning. So I want to thank you for coming on, Donald Kendall, Kendall of the Heartland Institute. And tell me a little bit more about this Stopping Socialism TV. Where can I check it out? Oh, yeah. So we've got a, a channel on YouTube, Stopping Socialism TV. We try to put content on there regularly. Um, uh, you know, it runs the gambit from just kind of uh, what AOC and Bernie Sanders are up to all the way to this globalist ESG plan that's going on. So uh, there, there's some definite primers that if you're interested in this subject, you can go there and check it out. We'll have like hour-long videos just dedicated to getting into the minute details of this ESG scheme. Uh, so it's a very valuable thing to check out. You must be a good-looking kid. How are you on YouTube? Because they threw me off. Banned forever. How are you on oh, YouTube? Yeah, you know, uh, on uh, the Heartland website, the Heartland uh, YouTube channel, we have uh, that In the Tank podcast that you had mentioned. And uh, we talk about things that are a little too controversial, and we get strikes on there. So we've actually had to create a separate account just to protect the main Heartland Institute one, just for the In the Tank podcast, so that we don't you know, self-censor ourselves when we're talking about too controversial of issues. Well, so, now you know so, yeah, how we're, much... we're definitely on target, too. Donald, you know how much I like you. Come on over to Rumble. It's phenomenal. I'm on it right now. It's growing on Rumble. Rumble's 10 times as good as YouTube. YouTube is run by Google, and these are the Silicon Valley fascist oligarch sellouts that have destroyed the principles in a country that's made them billionaires, the morons. So oh, yeah, I yeah, highly recommend right. Rumble. We are also on Rumble, so if that's, uh, that's where you get the, your video content, you can also find us on there for sure. All right, very good. I'd love to, you, you know, you keep me in the loop. Any way I could help you, I want to, because it's people like you that need to be heard, and I want to thank you so much for coming on, Donald. All right, I appreciate that, and thank you for having me. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. This low-life fraud, Al Gore. You remember the scandal, kid in the hotel room with the hooker? Asked about it, he said he was getting a massage. He just wanted his chakra aligned. <laughs> yeah, so did your boss. He's the vice president to uh, Bill Clinton. You're probably too young. Do you remember Bill Clinton being president, Squirrel? No, yeah, you didn't miss much. Although, considered today, he'd be a, he'd be a conservative compared to these morons. This year, last year, we published the first global inventory on a nation-state uh, level. This year, we will have we will start with the 500 largest emission sources in every sector of the economy in every your country ass? and region. Many uh, firms have given us access to their monitoring of their emissions hmm. so that we can ground can truth hmm. the algorithms. We don't use what they give us, but right. we use it to perfect the machine learning. It is the machine doesn't learn. There's no such thing as an algorithm. It's data that's punched in. Reactionary data. These are words that oligarchs like to use to deceive their constituents, their followers, and the average moron. And the average moron is too embarrassed to say, well, how's it work? See, that's how you always approach a liar. How? Why? Simple questions. They trip up these carnival barking frauds. And that's all this piece of dung is. Do you know how he, how he made his money, Squirrel, when he was vice president? His father, a congressional whore himself, leveraged his position of political corruption to buy a third of an oil company. Did you know that? And then he became an oil executive in the 
dirty oil business. That's how the Gores made all their money in Tennessee. That's why when he ran for president, he didn't win his home state because they knew what kind of a piece of garbage he was. George in Hoffman Estates. Hey, Sean, my brother, thanks for championing the great fight, my friend. You make yeah. all of us proud, man. Oh, thank you so you. much. That means a lot hey, to me. Hey, listen, the, the Bank of America thing, I agree with you with not using the credit cards. Cut them up, but don't close the account. When you close the account, for some folks, it may hurt their credit rating, amount available, credit, amount used, et cetera. But number two, if you keep the account open, what will happen is they have to constantly monitor it. It's going to cost them a little bit money. They'll have to put some into it. Don't close the account. In fact, go open another one. Just cut up the card and don't use it. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't want to see their name anymore. And, you know, I'll tell you another uh, thing. Cut it up. It, throw it away. The, Do it to a shredder, man. We don't want you, to see you it. You know this, right. George, but not a lot of people do. If you have $1,000 in a bank account, due to fractional lending, that corrupt bank gets 10 times the money. They get $100,000. Oh, God, yes, yes. You know, this is an important thing. This is how these banks become so powerful and how they've squeezed out small banks, not to mention taking advantage of their own corruption and using that against small banks that were not corrupt and didn't have financial problems. Those are all the ones that were closed. All the ones in on the scam with our government they massively increased power. And that's why Bank of America, who is corrupt, and you can trace the scandal way back to the Community Reinvestment Act and the fraudulent loans they kicked out. And what was their penalty? They became worth 10 times stronger. And due to the corrupt scheme of fractional lending, people are listening to these people as if they're anything but two-bit crooks. They make the old neighborhood loan sharks look like honest men. Thank you, George. No, I appreciate that. You bet you, buddy. Bye-bye. This is the problem. We've bought the lie and turned a blind eye to the corruption. This country is in debt $41 trillion. Have you heard another news, any, any outlet, any radio show? Or are you still telling you $30 trillion? $11 trillion in one year, this wrinkled-ass old crook put on the national debt. Did you sign up for that? 312-642-5600. AM560, the answer. Squirrel gets me. He knows my moods. He hooks it up with the right music. Love the squirrel. Good news about bad times. Sometimes good people step up, try and change those times. That's the good thing that happened in 2010, although the vast majority of those people turned out to be rats. However, that might not be the case here. We've got somebody who normally wouldn't be running for office running for office. His name is Matt Dubiel. He's running for U.S. Senate. Matt, how are you? Hey, Sean, I'm doing great. I've got a copy of a, the Declaration of Independence in one hand and a cigar in the other as I nice. speak to you. Ah, you can't lose with that combo. <laughs> so now, you, uh, you did not originally want to be a politician so how did it work what started it and what do you think the answers are well i i am set up i sued the governor so my kids could go to a school without a mask apparatus and medical equipment on their face and we won we beat pritzker and we used an attorney to do it and i started getting sick and tired of not only paying for all this nonsense but that having to kowtow to it at costco apple and with our own government. So I looked at the field of these people that are running, 
and the people are not impressive running for United States Senate. The Illinois GOP even conceded and said they weren't going to run somebody in this office. There was an article in the Tribune saying they forfeited it, and they're just focusing on the fake route in Aurora. And I thought somebody's got to get in there and represent the middle class and regular guys like us. So uh, you're, you're going to take on, is there going to be debates? I mean, is there anything on the form of an organized issue where are you going to be able to stand on a debate stage and go against either the other candidates or is Tammy Duckworth herself even going to entertain a debate with somebody who appears to uh, be running against her or are they just going to try to freeze you out well here's here's the thing you and you're you're plugged into this Sean and, and thanks for having me on because nobody is talking about this race and get this man we've already had forums we did a forum most of the candidates were at the forum in Naperville it's the first time they did it in history they didn't have it on television. They didn't stream it. I had to record it and put it on the Internet. They asked Channel 11 asked if they could broadcast it. And the uh, GOP representatives didn't let us know that. And so it wasn't on TV. People aren't talking about it. It's like the biggest secret in Illinois right now. So Illinois GOP was contacted by WTTW, right? Is that still the call letters for Channel 11? And they said, yeah, was, yeah. we want to televise what looks to be the the Republican debate for Senate, which is a big office, kid, big office. And the Illinois GOP, the same one that kisses the ass of Ken Griffin and his political whore, the same Illinois GOP said, no, we don't want it televised and we're not going to get involved. Do I have that about right? In fairness, for, for clarity and transparency, it was a smaller GOP. In this case, it was the Naperville uh, Lyle and others, but you know how. This so those goes. are pretty it's much like just a, a bunch of swingers in one room. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like a syndicate. They got all these special yeah. little clubs, smaller divisions of the clubs, the Lollipop Guild, and they reached out. WTTW Channel Eleven reached out. And by the way, they're going to say that I shouldn't be doing this, and I'm, you know, I'm turning on them and all this. But they're they're systematically trying to suppress this race because they don't even think it's worth it, and they want everybody to focus on the fraudulent gubernatorial race with the big faker with Ken Griffin's money. So what is the? give me some of the platform. We, uh, well, number one, medical freedom, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and uh, privacy for us. We shouldn't have to show that we got a shot or didn't get a shot to get into work or to get a donut or to do whatever we want to do. It's unconstitutional. Uh, we, we need to fix the border. We all know that. We have a crime problem in Illinois. We're a sanctuary state, essentially. We have fentanyl. We have problems. We have just a, a disaster coming over the border. we got a commander-in-chief that, that is a national security threat himself, and we, we need to take back the government. So we need to have representatives that actually show up to vote. Tammy doesn't show up to vote, and when she does, her and Dick Durbin vote for all the nonsense that is killing our country, $40 billion to Ukraine and then another $120 billion, and they're writing checks and they're not even reading bills. Well, I don't know if you've taken a look at Tammy lately, but she's been eating. The other thing is, does this, you're running on a platform of American principles, of Americanism. Does this sell America, anymore in Illinois? You know, it does uh, south of I-80 for sure. It's like, uh, you know, I know that you're, you like Florida. Going south of I-80 is like going to Florida. It's great. The people are great. They didn't buy into this crap. Uh, west of uh, Route 53, kind of the same deal. And you know what? There's scattered pockets inside the greater blue Chicagoland area, the blue curtain here, 
where there's actually normal people that still believe in the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, and the Ninth and the Tenth Amendments, which are really my favorites and should have been applied to the last three years. Stance on abortion, also known as baby murder. Where do you stand on that? Sean, we, we, shut, we shut the economy down for 36,000 deaths. Uh, they say were from COVID, while 45,000 babies every single year were aborted. It's wrong. It's got to stop. 45,000? No, no, no. Stop. It's 800 and, 845,000. 862,000. Oh, in Illinois. Oh, in Illinois. Yeah, in Illinois. Well, Illinois is the abortion dumping ground. They like it that way, don't they? Year, every single year, 45,000 abortions in Illinois alone. And we didn't shut it down and we didn't put it on the news. It's a big business. It's a problem. It's a genocide to black kids and brown kids. The, it, it has to stop and we have to put an end to it. And we cannot be a sanctuary state for abortion. It's, uh, it's wrong. It's just morally wrong. We have to stand up for life. I've got another problem that I want somebody to take on from the inside. And that is the fact that the um, pick a, pick a three letter uh, bureaucracy that has sided and favored with the Democrat mafia. Let's pick one as simple as the FDA. The FDA, 80% of its budget comes from Big Pharma. They don't even do their own testing on medication that they recommend. You now are living through a scandal, which would be a scandal um, if anybody but Joe Biden was in office, where baby formula is now hard to get because of, a, of, of, a, of information that broke in October and now we're shipping in um, baby formula from foreign countries, ironically made with the same ingredients by the same companies in foreign, co- in foreign lands that was the FDA said, no, 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 you can't make it here. Why is it an answer to ship it from Europe, number one? But should the FDA have, you know, like an enema along with the FBI, along with the CIA, along with all of these organizations that clearly favor the Democrat Party and clearly are corrupted by a political system um, so obvious that the people they're supposed to be regulating is actually making up a very large percentage of their budget, and the people who work in government often rotate out and to go work for these pharmaceutical companies. Shouldn't this be something politicians take on? We should be auditing all of them and probably dismantling most of them. And I'll add another one to that, the CDC and the World Economic Forum. I know that those aren't the World Economic and the WHO are not our agencies, but they are criminal, and I want to investigate the three Fs, Fauci, Pfizer, and the Fed. And I know Pfizer doesn't start, to, start with an F, but it sounds like an F. They all need to yeah. be investigated. Yeah. Because you don't want to get corrected from a guy from Morrow's Park on spelling ever. But, yeah, good thing. You, good, nice save there, Matt. Well, listen, where can the people go to check you out? And- Dubio4senate.com. Dubio4senate.com. And I'm going to give you my number. People can text me questions. Where do you stand, Matt? What do you think about this? What will you do for me? Vets are texting me at 312-847-1987. I answer it. I will text you back. 312-847-1987. And spell Dubio for the people who aren't French, will you, please? It's a Polish name, okay, guy, but I'm mostly Italian. Be like David, you be like boy, I-E-L, the real deal, Dubio. He is running for U.S. Senate against Tammy Duckworth, and you can check him out at mattdubiel.com. Thank you very much for coming on. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Sean. God bless you. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, the answer. I like this song, but cut it off. I want to play this real quick. It's an attorney who kind of lays things out real nice. His name is Ermard. What concerns me is that a significant minority, significant minority of drugs 
that have been approved by FDA have been approved over the FDA's own medical reviewers' objections on safety grounds. And the FDA's whole system of drug review is bogus. It's designed to protect and advance the interests of the drug industry. A lot of people don't realize this, but FDA never tests the drugs it approves. What? FDA does no independent testing at all. It relies entirely on the testing done by the drug advocate, the proponent of the drug application that has a self-interest and a conflict of interest. Boy, that explains why the head of the FDA under Trump now sits on the board of Pfizer. You see the revolving door of corruption? Has a senator mentioned it? Does a congressman even know? Why would they? They get to run every year on fixing stuff. Meanwhile, they like the fact it's broken. They like how it's broken. Uh, Dave Mokina. Yeah, hi, Sean. You got the best show on this radio station, and you had the best candidate for Senate, Matt Dubiel, a minute ago. I will tell you, I met the man on a couple occasions. He is the real deal. And we've got to get rid of Tammy Duckworth. She's worthless. Aren't you shocked by how the, the entire Illinois Republican Party doesn't give a rip about this race? No, uh, they don't. And uh, I'm running for a county board, Will County Board, a seat there. And I put up with the same thing where I have fellow members of my party. And some of them are my friends. I love them. But, you know, they are always telling me, you know, you sound like Trump. You're a little too rough. You know, you got to, like, back off. And I've been telling them for years, the reason why this keeps going on like this is because we never push back hard. When we push back, it's all about us getting in power but not fixing things. And that's why it keeps falling apart again, you know. And it will continue to be this cycle and this uniparty nonsense, I think. I'll uh, tell you until what, Dave, where can it. the people go to check you out? Well, I have a, uh, I have a Facebook uh, page, which is Elect uh, David Molinari for Will County District 4. And, uh, I, uh, and I'm doing, uh, I'm at events all the time. I'm at an event right now for a judge candidate tonight, uh, and I'm out in, in Homer Glen. And if anyone in Homer Glen has any locations in the Homer Township area for signs, I would appreciate it because that's in my district. But I'm from Mokina, so I don't have a lot of support uh, in Homer Glen, at least that I know of. You know, Love it. And, well, Dave, uh, listen, you, you might have just got some. So I wish you the best of luck. It's going to take people like you. And I love the fact of what you're doing, and I love to see Matt come out. You know, Matt, Matt yeah. didn't want to be a politician, so I, I like that about him. I like that about you. So good luck to both of you. Appreciate it very much. John and Palatine, you got about 45 seconds, kid. Hey, uh, Sean, listen, uh, I, I hear that the January 6th committee is uh, subpoenaing Jim Jordan and uh, Mark Meadows. And what I want to know is why doesn't Republican leadership stand up to that sham? Because what the Republicans do very well is let things grow and grow and grow until they get uh, swamped by by the fraud. The January 6th committee doesn't want to look into anything other than intimidate people who would vote for Donald Trump. That's what it's about. It has nothing to do with righteousness. It is a political kangaroo court showing you that, unfortunately, this is a corrupt star chamber instead of a government. It is a gangster government, and it's time to put the gangsters behind bars. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with 
personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America. He's here to seize back our rights from the government with a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. In the philosophical war, tyranny versus liberty, gangster government enslaving the citizens into servitude. It's been going on for 100 years. The last 40 has been on hyperdrive. For those last 40 years, my next guest has been the biggest threat to a corrupt mafia government. He is our Johnny Rambo, and he has always been putting up a fight. He is the founder, former chairman of Judicial Watch. His name is Larry Clayman, and it is my honor to speak to him once again. Larry, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Sean. My honor to, to be with you. The reality is, Larry, when what I see happening in Washington, D.C., is how comfortable the, the mafia members are. Even in the trial that should be front-page news beyond the, on the beginning of every news story, it looks like the Duchess of Chaffington, Hillary Clinton, and her mafia are going to protect her in face of insurmountable evidence. Am I too pessimistic? No, you're not. Because we've seen it over and over again for the last three to four decades in particular. Democrats and Republicans protect each other. This is a dog and pony show. You have to ask yourself why the so-called special counsel has waited this long to bring an indictment against a lower-level person like Michael Sussman, who was simply doing the bidding for Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton walks off untouched, but they're trying to burn this guy at the stake. But they won't burn him at the stake because they brought the case in the District of Columbia, which is very leftist, very Democrat. The judge is a hack judge, an Obama-appointed judge, Judge Cooper. I've been in front of him. Uh, he's not honest at all. And he will taint the jury, and the jury is already in favor of the Clintons. I mean, a lot of them gave money to the Clintons' campaign. Over 90% of the people in District of Columbia voted for Obama and Biden, as just one example, notwithstanding the, the Clintons before that. So it's a dead letter. It's simply for show. It's not for dough, uh, literally. And this guy's going to walk. See, that's why I wanted to have you on, because I think uh, people have false hope in this, in this dog's ability to hunt, when the reality is this is a woman hmm. who her, has been riddled in scandal since Whitewater, which anybody should have been put away for that. And when you really look at the evidence in this trial and you look at what it's revealing, it's, that's the part that's refreshing because it shows that this goes all the way up to the very top of the FBI, of our government itself, proving to me, beyond the shadow of a doubt, this is a corrupted system and a kangaroo court system that wants to give the people some, some little vision of hope when the reality is we really don't have that much. Now you feed them crumbs. It reminds me of the days and the years and months and days leading up to the French Revolution when Louis the Sixteenth and Marie Antoinette said, Après moi le déluge. After me the flood. After me, I could give a flying you know what is going to happen. They just gave the French people crumbs and they rose up. And that's what you saw on January sixth. You saw the first manifestation of revolution, even though it was peaceful, it was largely peaceful. And, of course, that had to be put down with a Gestapo use of the FBI and the Justice Department, or I once proud I'm a martyr, and quit to quell dissent. So this is what they're up, up and mass surveillance of the American people, throwing 
throwing defendants in prison without uh, being even able to post bail before they're even tried. So in my book, it takes a can of revolution, Wake Up America, which people can get at freedomwatchusa.org. I'm suggesting we take our legal system back. We're doing citizens' grand juries. Justice Scalia said the grand jury belongs to the American people. We have the right to try. We have the right to seek convictions. We have the right to sentence. We have the right to even conduct citizens' arrests. And I'm suggesting that when I get convictions, and we're trying Biden and his son and his brother for massive bribery from communist China, Russia, and Ukraine before President Zelensky, we're trying Fauci for his collaboration with the communist Chinese and lying to Congress about it. We're trying federal judges for violating their oath of office, uh, Hillary Clinton, and the rest of them. We're holding them accountable, and the American people need to use peaceful and legal means to take our legal system back as our founding fathers did in 1776 when the king took it away from us. And, and that's what you I want to convey to the people. Yeah, you can do this peacefully. The law is our shield. We can utilize it to, to separate ourselves from this corrupt oligarch government. Yes, you know, even in the most left-leaning of states, California, by statute, if you know of someone who has committed a felony or observed that, you have the right to arrest them and turn them over to authorities. Of course, the catch-22 is turn them over to authorities. Uh, I'm not suggesting you go out there and arrest people and then, you know, arm anybody. Yeah. But when we get these convictions, I'm going to ask police and I'm going to ask the military to carry them out. And I believe they've had it. I think the police have had it. I think the military's had it with what's going on. About five months ago, 140 retired admirals and generals wrote an open letter to Joe Biden telling him either you shape up or we'll make sure you ship out. I don't want to see a coup d'etat. But the reality is, is that they also said in that letter, we're not going to let this country turn into a socialist communist uh, country. We're not going to let that happen. And that's what's happening now. And the Republicans sit there smiling, going on Fox News because they're raising money and they think they'll get power again. But what have they done when they had all three branches of government? They couldn't balance the bu- they wouldn't balance the budget. They wouldn't reform Obamacare. They didn't give us the clarion call on what was happening in Afghanistan and Ukraine. They were getting national security briefings. They want Biden to fall on his face because they think that will get them power yeah, again. But we can't survive another two years of this guy. No, that's even what if I they feel. retake the house. Not only do I feel that way, but we're living through a time when an obvious bribe has been has has come to maturity. And that bribe is the 40 billion dollars that was sent to the oligarch pretending to be a government in Ukraine. This is something that is a payoff of Joe Biden and his being bribed through his son. Why is it that the the American politician is so willing to go along with it? Is it that, Larry, is it just too far gone now? Is it just too far corporate? It is too far gone, and that's why the second proposal in my book, and we started it last July in Philadelphia at Independence Hall in the Visitor Center, is to third our third Continental Congress is to declare independence and get new leaders and create a new government, not a new nation. This government is so inherently corrupt, it can't be fixed. It's like it's on life support, and it's time to pull the plug. Let's put you it know, out. Larry, I opened my show today. And no one is talking about this. We crossed $41 trillion in national debt. And it seems that at this point, at this, <clears throat> at this recu- recklessness, you know, no, no newscast is talking about this. $41 trillion, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It's a, it's a number you can't mentally comprehend. Yeah. But the reality is this has to be intentional at this point. 
The Joe Biden government is spending a hair under $6 trillion this year. It's preposterous, and the people are going to be enslaved due to this kind of weaponization of our money. We're not going to be able to fight anything. Well, that's right. As I write in my book, I know I'm, I'm pushing a little no, bit. No, I love people the book. Read it. It takes a kind of revolution. They have a 10-part plan to, des- to destroy the country, which is about 90% worked. Number one, take total control of the American people using COVID-19, put in a virtual dictatorship. Number two, use the FBI and the Justice Department as a Gestapo to quell all dissent. Number three, dump trillions of dollars into the economy to create massive inflation, a disincentive to work, and to destroy capitalism. Four, create rampant crime by defunding the police, disrespecting them, allowing them to be assaulted, battered, and killed. And you can see the result of that you know, in Texas just this week. And four, uh, destroy Judeo-Christian values, erase the distinction between a man and a woman, teaching all these perverted ideologies or agendas to kids, among other things. Destroy the sanctity of our borders by allowing drug traffickers, human traffickers, and, uh, and, and other illegals across, terrorists. Now we found out there were terrorists that were going to come across to kill George W. Bush over the border. That came out this week. Mm-hmm. These people were arrested. And, of course, then destroy the military, which they all have but done, uh, you know, with regard to what happened in Afghanistan. The military is really at a very low point of morale right now. And uh, they're probably almost as demoralized as the Russian military at this point. When you see the 26 states put up the fight, when you see it look as if some of those states that have been at the forefront are um, really ready to 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 sue the Biden administration, as they are on so many fronts, Mm. do you see um, an optimism there? that at least we have some states that are utilizing the principles of federalism and are trying to right some wrongs? Do you have some optimism there? Well, I I applaud that, and I was part of a lawsuit like this on behalf of Sheriff Joe Arpaio years ago when we killed the illegal amnesty for 5 million illegal aliens. Okay, That was 25 attorneys general, and yours truly was in that case. And we succeeded, but this is a scratch. It just scratches the surface. Okay, and you got to pray that you get a judge that will enter an injunction in that. And um, you know, there have been a couple that have taken some action recently, but you've also got all the Clinton, Obama, and and uh, and Biden judges now that are out there that are that are happy to go along with this plan to, to destroy this country. So I don't have faith in federal judges. I don't. No, I know. Thomas Jefferson, as I wrote in my book takes a counter-revolution, said federal judges and Supreme Court justices, unelected, unaccountable to the people, thinking they're there for life, would become despots and tyrants, causing us to shed the blood of of patriots and tyrants, yet again every 20 years, adding what's a few thousand dead to refresh the tree of liberty. It's the natural manure of government. He didn't want to see anybody harmed, neither do I. But the reality is these people have become tyrants. They are not elected. They do what they want. They gave themselves immunity. It's not even legislated, so you can't sue them for what they've done because they'll dismiss everything. And uh, it's true for government officials, too, which is why I say we need a new government and we need to fine-tune the Constitution and make it clear they have no immunity. They have to account just like the rest of us. But, yeah, there are a few glimmers of light of light from time to time, but not enough to save this country. The movie 2000 Mules lays out through technology 
the ballot harvesting, the ballot stuffing, the, key, the fraud, the reason that the count was shut down for three hours. I think it has infuriated people. Uh, I've, I personally have talked to well over 100 individuals, you know, because of the radio show, that are, 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 are apoplectic at, at, at the outrageousness. <laughs> Do you think that, um, you know, in, here in Florida, I live in Florida, uh, you, Texas, there's, there's a multitude of states that are implementing some security measures. They're getting rid of same-day uh, uh, registering. Do you um, see hope in the, in the changes coming from that documentary that it exposed the specific corruption that we all knew as they wanted us well, to pretend it, 81 million people it, voted for this guy? It reinforces what the believers like us already know, okay? But it's not going to influence probably the majority of American people, unfortunately. Um, it's to the faithful on that. And the sad part is, is that President Trump had great instincts, and he did some great things. But even with that fraud, and it was massive, I believe he would have been reelected if he had simply kept his mouth shut. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, I mean, he could not control himself, and people just turned off to it. And so we need a new leader. You know, I'm from Florida, too, and I'm hoping that Governor DeSantis will, will be one of those leaders that can come forward to form a new government. Uh, so far, I've been impressed with him. I am, too. And um, there are people out there uh, that, you know, don't shoot their mouth off. It's just simply act. And we thank Trump for what he did, but I think it's time to move on. I couldn't agree more with you. Larry, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate, because you've been doing this since before I was doing it. You've been doing it for 40 and I'm I'm probably sure. When did you first start taking on the yeah. government? Uh, I'll be 71 in July. Okay, hopefully I look younger than that. You look Although, fantastic. Uh, I just saw your picture online, and you've been doing it since yeah. you were in your 30s. Yeah, I, I have, and it just got under my skin. I, I wrote a book that one of my prior books is called Whores, Why and How I Came to Fight the Establishment. I think you can still get it at Amazon. That's my and word. I saw, Political I saw whores. The, I do it every day. Yeah. Yeah, I, I saw the corruption because, you know, I was a lawyer in Washington, D.C. I saw how money was buying decisions of government agencies and judges. I saw at the Justice Department when I was a young lawyer that people who, you know, had the right connections weren't being prosecuted, but those who had those connections, who didn't have those connections were. Uh, and it offended me because I'm an ideologue. I'm a purist. And I believe in the legal system. You know, people say, Sean, Larry, why are you so negative? And I said, because I'm an optimist, because I want to change things. You know, if I just, yeah, if I just said, okay, everything's great, you know, and when I was, when I was at Duke, I was a uh, French lit major. I remember the book, uh, Condide by Voltaire. Yeah. And the character in that book uh, was, was counseled by someone named Dr. Pangloss. And every time some tragedy happened, Pangloss would tell him everything's for the best. Well, that's not how you change things. Things aren't for the best. The fact is this country has all but been destroyed in a year and a half of Joe Biden, and people better wake up. Larry, my best friend went to law school. I couldn't afford it. I had to work, and I loved working, and I would go visit him. And I never wanted to be uh, at a disadvantage, so I would utilize what I could and read everything I could about the law. And I had such optimism because I thought these kids that were going to be lawyers had to fall in love with what the American law is supposed to be. It is to be my shield against this gangsterism against this mafia that has now taken over government. I, I really was hopeful, and I think there still are some lawyers and enough lawyers in your travels and the fact that what you've done and your legacy and everything you've put up, 
Are you seeing some younger kids? Because I am getting calls to the show from younger people, from people all over. Well, Are refer them to me, Sean. But yes, I, I have. I have. I have a good group of lawyers that work with me uh, in and around the country, and these are people that really believe in what they're doing. That don't take a case unless they believe in it, and are willing not to make as much money or to make money at all. You know, doing things. So yes, there are. And here's the other flip side of it. You can read about it in my book. Uh, it takes a counter-revolution. The bars of the state of New York and District of Columbia in particular are trying to eliminate those conservative lawyers that are willing to fight. And they come up with bogus complaints. You know, I've got some. Uh, Giuliani has some. Kellyanne Conway has some. Bill Barr has some. All four bar presidents of the D.C. bar are trying to get him disbarred because he withdrew the uh, indictment of Mike Flynn and made some comments on TV. Josh Hawley, Ted Cruz, remember the DC bar? Sure. They're trying to eliminate. They're trying to eliminate us because we're a threat to them. And you know, I fight back, and I've sued them all. And I've where sued can my people too. go to support you, Larry? Where can they go? Because people uh, want to support freedomwatchusa.org. you. FreedomWatchUSA.org. FreedomWatchUSA.org. And I also have another group I formed with Sheriff Joe Arpaio to protect the police. AmericasSheriff.org. And you can get the book at both places. Larry, I, I, I cannot, I say this, but I cannot thank you enough. Not just, not for me. I'm old. I've done my, my stuff. But for my grandkids, I have not met, and I better not for a while. My kids are still in college. Thank you so much, Larry Clayman, for everything welcome, you do f- for this country. Thank you. I appreciate it. Have a great Memorial Day. You thank too. you. God we'll be well. back with your calls and comments after this. AM560, The Answer. Nice. I feel like I'm riding in the prairie. Do you think that Joe Biden's even going to look at the border? I mean, it's a border town. 50 years, the first time this idiot moron ever went to the border. Sure, he's not going to go for all the right reasons. He's going to go for all the wrong reasons. But after all, he's part of the mafia. I'm so sick of pretending they're a political party. It's an organized crime family. Tom, Marseilles. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Good, how are hey, you? Sean, how's it going? Good, good. I'm doing good. Hey, thank you very much. You had some great guests on here tonight, oh, today. Uh, wonderful show. And I, I wanted to say, I met Matt Dubiel in Ottawa, Illinois, and I'm telling you, everyone was at the edge of their seat. This guy can communicate. He is the real deal. Good. Uh, wonderful guest. I, I know Matt. I like and, Matt. Uh, and, you know, obviously, um, the, the headwind is twofold. The biggest one is there is no such thing as an Illinois GOP. They're another crime family, only weaker. So they're not going to help good people. They're not going to help good people. That's number one. Number two, the citizens are so stupid, they keep voting Democrat. That's the problem. Agreed. Matt would win in a much better state. I don't have a lot of optimism for Illinois. I mean, did you see what Lori Lightfoot did today? And did you hear the reception in the room? Now, granted, that's the sewer of Chicago, and they're all morons. However, that's the popular opinion in that sewer of Illinois. And, and what broke, to me, what broke it, Tom, is that the DuPage County flipped and voted straight Democrat. That's it. Game over. As far I, as I know. All right, Tom, it's, you stay positive. Going, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, I didn't mean to hang up on you, Tom. Sorry, brother. Kevin, Austin, Texas. Sean, I appreciate you taking my call. I like to think of myself as the kid in uh, the movie Better Off Dead. Where's my two dollars? Yeah, $2 I think of you as as uh, what was his name? Pete two times. Remember from Goodfellas? 
Get the papers. Get the papers. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I repeat what myself. What I like about your glass guys is talking about there has to be a revolution and the genius of the uh, the framers of the con- the Constitution that we have is there's a revolution every two years to get involved as far as on that level. But it's also there's the, the, the blood of getting involved locally, and that's how you take over the GOP and you change it. You talk about how you know your 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 tagline is you fight for justice and changing those things. Yes, the GOP in uh, Illinois is very weak, but this is a great opportunity for people to get involved and change it. If you look at the uh, you look at the polls on who's winning, Irvine's not doing well, and he's the GOP establishment's candidate. He's a piece of if garbage. Enough people, it, it, the you know, GOP is weak. Get involved, the GOP is weak. If enough would people be get great. involved and don't let him get elected, it's like. Then it would have been uh, what Jeannie Ives, if she would have won if a it, years I ago. was involved with that. If it was I know just you were, weak. And that's why I know you have a passion for this. You're, if it was just uh, weak, you would have a point. It's worse than just weak. It's corrupt. Thank you, Kevin, in Austin, Texas. I'd like to know what gun sales are doing in Texas if there's the same thing in Florida. 312-642-5600. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to f- amuse you. AM560, the answer. Could I hear Lori Lightfoot say uh, she's working day and night on a crime in Chicago? Is that what I heard her say? I could have sworn I heard her say it. Why all the hotel bills from the mayor's office in Elmhurst and Oak Brook during the day? I mean, yeah, I guess you could fool some of the people some of the time, huh? Freak. You don't fool me, dummy. You're like every other Democrat roach. And you've got your Democrat roaches implemented throughout bureaucracies. Now making excuses. This is the head of the FDA during a committee. His name's Kelf. Doesn't matter what his name is. They're all fungible because you could probably find his name as a former executive at Pfizer, Merck, because they have a revolving door to our government bureaucracies that are supposed to care about the people. Well, let, let me divide this into two tranches. Prior to the recall, there was a lot of communication between FDA and USDA on the general supply chain issues related to infant formula. It was not about this. Specific- Supply chain, does that mean we're going to get Buttigieg? I mean, after all, he knows how to solve problems, He and he can get Merlot out of cashmere. That's all that moron is good for. What's his expertise? I think he shares one with Kamala Harris. They both know why they call uh, Wilson sweet. Specific case, but as I've already told you, even the leaders in FDA didn't get the information until February 9th. Um, about what was going was on. Really that was really an escalation error, as I've said, and we've documented that. Oops, it's an error. I prefer to believe, yeah, Willie Brown, sweet Willie Brown. Don't ask why his name is sweet. Buttigieg or Kamala can tell you. Uh, I prefer the lawyer, Ermord, who sued the FDA and laid out exactly what's wrong with it. What concerns me is that a significant minority, significant, minority of drugs that have been approved by FDA have been approved over the FDA's own medical reviewers' objections on safety grounds. And the FDA's whole system of drug review is bogus. It's designed to protect and advance the interests of the drug industry. A lot of people don't realize this, but FDA never tests the drugs it approves. FDA does no independent testing at all. It relies entirely on the testing done by the drug advocate, the proponent of the drug application that has a self-interest and a conflict of interest. Now, the FDA has been embroiled in scandals. 
one that never gets talked about. You remember the medicine that was supposed to cure Joe, Joe Biden's disease, dementia? Remember all that? For those fighting America. Third FDA advisor has now resigned after the approval of Biogen's Alzheimer's drug. Meg Terrell is following the story for us and has the latest details. Meg. Hey, Kelly. Well, of course, this happened on Monday. And on its face, you'd think the first Alzheimer's drug approved in 18 years would be nothing but good news that everyone would be happy about. But this is, in fact, a tremendous controversy in the scientific and medical worlds. And it's all because of the data behind Biogen's Alzheimer's drug and the fact that back in November, uh, FDA's panel of outside advisors this is the same kind of panel that met around the COVID vaccines, you'll remember. Uh, huh. A different one met for this drug and almost unanimously voted against it based on the data that Biogen had from its clinical trials. The vote count was 10 no's, one uh, uncertain uh, and zero yeses, saying that there was enough data to really support approval of this drug. And so now you have the third member of this FDA advisory committee, uh, Aaron Kesselheim from Harvard Medical School, yesterday saying that he was quitting uh, this panel. Because it got approved, because of the corruption. You know what kind of corruption? The kind of corruption that the FDA, the, the same one who they're going to bring to task, and nothing happens to them, nothing. You know what else they've approved? For those fighting America's opioid epidemic, it's a hard pill to swallow. Politicians and drug safety advocates say the FDA's approval of Desuvia, an opioid painkiller ten times as potent as fentanyl, throws more fuel on the raging fires of America's opioid crisis. And corruption. It's an example of corruption. It's bipartisan corruption. And Trump has a hand in this as well. Do you all remember Scott Gottlieb? You ever wonder what happened to Scott Gottlieb? President Biden uh, weighing in on monkeypox and the risk it poses uh, to the country. Joining us now, Dr. Scott Gottlieb, former FDA commissioner and a CNBC contributor. He also serves on the board uh, boards of Pfizer and Illumina. So they're, they're Pfizer and Illumina. So now you're going to believe they're going to wheel out this political whore and he's going to distract and the answers won't matter and they'll fraud the cure rather than expose what the real cure is the real cure is these bureaucracies that happen to screw up so much so that the babies in america now are relying on foreign baby formula and all kinds of excuses is that these bureaucracies be stripped asunder and rebuilt with integrity and rules and restraints the only where they're supposed to be in this country on the bureaucracy on the government maybe then your babies will eat your dollar will mean something and there will be some integrity in this country because there isn't now there's just a gangster government that needs an enema although that will make a lot of these sickos happy 312-642-5600 am560 the answer cannot cannot believe it's the last segment. I still didn't play this scumbag Murphy senator wants to get rid of the Second Amendment. American senator. You know that oath they take in the beginning when they swear? I wish we'd just get rid of that. These communist bastards, corrupt mafia members. You think they give a rip about American principles? Ron Velpo. Hey, Sean. How you doing? Good. Thanks for calling, buddy. I am. Hey, uh, I've got a uh, and I were uh, saying about the FDA. My wife's uncle was vice president of Bristol Myers Corporation in New York, and they had to meet with the FDA once. He said the meeting was a joke. These people knew nothing. They they were bureaucrats. They didn't ask any pertinent questions. He said that we 
shocked by it. You just couldn't believe it. It's it it is so riddled with bribery, open bribery. They not only make up seventy percent of their budget. The FDA is bribed by the people they're supposed to watch, the, and then they all go work for big pharma, like Scott Gottlieb. He's one in about sixty that have gone to work right in big pharma. Then they rotate out. They go back and work at the FDA as as appointed chairman. It is the problem with not just the FDA. You saw you see it with Lloyd Austin, a failed failed higher up in the military industrial complex who went to go work for Raytheon now is in charge of the military again this system has to come to an end not only that Ron you bring up a very good point the government workers are morons you just are where is an industry where is a bureaucracy that does one thing that they're supposed to do for the people in this country they're morons and that's why we're floundering you imagine Babies don't have formula on the shelves. They knew about this since October. And now they're going to run around. We're going to fix it. Well, I hope so. You're the stupid son of dogs that broke it. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate very much. Kathy on the southwest side. Yes, hi. Can you hear me? I can hear you beautifully. Okay. Thanks for having me. I just want to know, um, off subject, I completely agree. I think uh, FDA, um, and FDA and big pharma employees just jump back and forth every five years. Um, but I wanted to also address this issue with this mass shooter, um, this unfortunate incident. Um, you know, I, I don't understand why they're not talking about the fact that most of these mass killers um, in the last decade, they've Our all had heads. a common denominator, which was pot. Yeah, because the and, government and, and, is and, in and, the drug de- selling business now. Yeah. Look at Illinois, right. Kathy. Their yeah, big economic what? hope is pot dispensaries, not to mention Republicans control one aspect of the retail sale while democrats control the growing aspect this is organized crime it's a a racket and 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 do you realize how much of your welfare will spike not just because of the welfare that'll be used to purchase the marijuana but the ramifications of the people who throw their lives away and sit around high and stupid but that's good for democrats because their base grows those are the scum that support them yeah follow the money that's what i always say in the end it's all it's all always about the money Kathy, now I'm going to see if you've been paying attention. Thanks. What's our national debt? Uh, our national debt, I believe, is at seven trillion. Forty-one trillion. Come on, Kathy, you got to pay attention okay. to the show. Forty-one trillion. Robert, real quick, what's the national debt? Forty-one trillion, I think. You're the best. Thank you, Robert. Fastest show on radio. Forty-one trillion and counting. I'll be back in twenty-one hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.